Chevrolet Straight taco and say not safe Before you cross me, look both ways Leaving the scene with no trace Not in my lead, you out of place I'm not at the top, I'm outer space Can't eat with us, we're out of place I'm doing fine, I'm feeling great You're not my fan, you can't relate Straight taco and state to state Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, your host is back. And man, oh man, do I got a good one. I got somebody I have been trying to link up for a few months now. We finally were able to put it down on wax. And I'm so excited to welcome who I consider to be the future of women's wrestling. And you guys are going to find out why when we get into this interview. Please help me welcome to Straight Talk Wrestling for the first time, not the last time. I can guarantee you that Hollywood, Haley J. How are you, my dear? That's me. That's me. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm great, man. I'm great. So one thing I got to say right off the bat is when I had the honor and privilege to sit down with Al Snow, who is arguably one of the most amazing minds in wrestling. And I, yeah. I, I had so much privilege to say that to him because he really, he taught me a lot about the business, which I thought I already knew. But one of the things we talked about in depth was who he thought was next, as in next coming up in the business. And you and I, you, me and him, we both agreed it was you. From your look, your charisma, your character, everything. So I gotta I bet say, Al I mean, doesn't want you to tell me that. <laughs> well, if he doesn't, I'm sorry, Al. I apologize, but I put it out Oops. there. Already out there. But in hearing that, how does that make yeah. you feel, knowing that your coach is firmly behind Wait. you, supporting you 100? percent Um, you know, it actually makes me feel good. I got a lot of haters out there, and a lot of people who try to get me counseled over the smallest things. So to know that Al actually went out there and put his name on me and stuff, even though people may not like me or may have heat with me or whatever, you know what I mean? That's actually really cool. I'm going to see him later and be like, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got to ask the coffin video was hilarious. I loved it. I, I had it literally on repeat. I shared it on my Twitter a few times because I thought it was awesome. But was that something that you just decided, okay, this coffin's here. I'm just going to pop in it. Or was that like, planned was that like a projection Uh, no so what happened was we were upstairs waiting on al snow of course and his brand new knees to make it up the stairs i guess and um one of our refs charlene i don't know if you know charlene but everybody was just admiring this huge coffin and we're like oh it's a twofer it's supposed to be for two people and we're like opening it and like waiting on al just messing around or whatever and then charlene was like somebody should get in there and scare al when she said that i was like "Uh oh that's my job. I hopped right in there and then they closed the casket and I got real nervous, but then Al came real quick and I was like, Oh, okay. Thank God. So yeah, the guy that um, gave us the tour was with us though. He was working with us against Al. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great prank. And I don't know if Al Snow is going to be able to top that. He may get you back, but I don't think he's going to be able to top it. I don't think so. Oh so- no. He's done some things. <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess he might just make you stay for practice an extra 15 minutes, right? And put the hurting on you. A couple suicides, a couple laps around the ring. You know, typical things, right? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe a couple extra Mm-mm. bumps. Maybe He's, he's going to, no, he's going to super glue my feet together or something. <laughs> that's, that's where Isle's mind is. Absolutely, absolutely. So OBW, one of uh, the bright spots for me during the pandemic, um, knowing that it was always still around, and not having indie shows here, it was something that kept me going. There was, there was always something to watch, always something to catch up on. And I absolutely fell in love with the product. And that's when I reached out to Al. And I fell in love with all of the roster. But most notably, uh, you. Everything about your character is solid. Everything, And I, I so wanted to get you on the show. And I know that um, we had to keep kind of going back and forth with the scheduling because COVID caught up with you, unfortunately. I, oh, man, I, I caught COVID three times. Oh, how... How is it getting it three times? I mean, I know it's not a peach one time, but to, to get through it three times, that shows a testament I mean, was, to, uh, to you. <laughs> I feel like it was different each time, to be honest with you. Like the first time I was like, oh, I'm not even sick. The second time I was sick for a couple of days, lost my taste and my smell for a couple of days. And then this last time I had like a rash all over my body. I was down. I was down for the count. I had a headache for like four days that I could not get to go away. But... Why are you well, you stay right here. I'm not coming. But um, yeah, I'm not a fan of the COVID. Not a fan. Not a fan. No, nobody is. It's definitely put a damper on on our society. Oh, hey, buddy. Peekaboo. Here's my son Zayden. There he goes. Look Where's at your hat? Your hair. You got hat hair. Where'd your hat go? My hair like this. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think he's going to be joining us today. Well, that's fine. I'm okay. Hey, Zayden, how are you, buddy? You good? Say hi. Hi. <laughs> he's adorable. I love him. I love it. Thank so, you. Can not talk louder? Oh, I have to talk louder? I'm sorry. Okay, I will. I, will I got now. headphones in. He's crazy. <laughs> so, so talk to me about, talk to me about, Zayden, talk to me about wrestling and raising your son all in the same time. Well, I bring him anytime. His dad does a good job, I must say. Like, if I have to travel and go freaking out the country or whatever, he does a good job taking him whenever I ask. But other than that, I just bring him with me. I try to explain to him, Shh, we're cutting a promo. You got to be quiet. You know, if he's watching, you know, he's interested. He's so invested in the product, OVW's product. We're talking about OVW. It's crazy. He, like, knows everyone's name and you could ask him who his favorite is and he'll say luscious or he don't like bizzo. You know, it's like, he understands. It's just crazy when it's actually like me, you know? So what, what were I'm his not thoughts his favorite on... wrestler though. No, you're not. Oh, that's no. Dayton, what's going on. That's your mom. <laughs> Who's your favorite wrestler? I just, I just, it is like, oh no, just, just bizzo bozo now. Oh, it's bizzo bozo now. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> A good choice. It's nothing wrong with okay. that. You can't, you, can't, you can't hate it. It's a good choice. So, um, <laughs> so, how does it feel? Uh, how does he under understand the grasp the concept of the prison storyline? We got to talk about that. Oh my gosh! It's he always. First of all, now it's anytime he's playing with his little action figures or whatever, he's like, "Oh, you're going to jail. You're going to jail." That's that was his thing for the longest time after I got locked up. And then he would go back and watch and be like, mom, why are you in jail? You're in jail. And I'm like, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But um, yeah, no, he, he thought it was interesting. And then he took it and used it to play with his toys. So it's all good. I mean, at least, at least he's invested enough in the storylines to know what a good storyline is. So that's good. This that's is good. It's definitely, that was a lot of fun. That was probably the most fun that I had wrestling so far almost been two years yeah i love doing the promos and stuff that's my favorite oh you were you were fire and all your promos were fantastic i loved the build i loved everything i mean i know you want your lashes back and stuff like that but i gotta say from a fan's perspective of obw i don't really want it to end just yet i think your lashes should come back christmas time i think that should be the reward christmas that's what i think, christmas. I think christmas time. this is your christmas present you get your lashes back <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be a great christmas gift right it'd be amazing yeah, it would be a good christmas gift that would be <laughs> so you mentioned haters and everybody's got haters i have haters i have i have beef with with some other podcasters sometimes i have a little bit of heat with certain wrestlers just because i'm honest straight talk wrestling we speak the truth i say my opinions whether people like it or not and sometimes i know that's right sometimes it doesn't so talk to me about heat. Talk to me about haters. How do you rise above that? I mean, you mentioned to my daughter, you use it as motivation. So can we expand on that a little bit more? Um, you know, I, uh, I got heat or, you know, my character is I have a very strong personality. People seem to forget or people seem to think that I'm just playing a character or simply a gimmick or whatever. When it turns out I'm actually me just turned up to a hundred. So People don't like that and um, they think that I'm culture appropriating or whatever. And I've had people I've had people unbook me for culture appropriating because I guess people in the locker room didn't feel comfortable with me being in the locker room. And I've had several conversations with like, you know, people who've made it to WWE or whatever. Mickey James, Tuco Scorpio, like all these people I've had conversations with just trying to figure out. Am I doing something wrong? Am I not doing something wrong? And they they tell me that I'm not doing anything wrong. They don't see what the issue is and Hollywood's a cool name or, you know, whatever. So, man, when people start hating on me, I really just try to hang on to those words from people who've made it and done what I want to do. You know what I mean? And I'm like, OK, well, clearly, if it's not them thinking that I'm doing something wrong, then all these people can suck it. I can take this off. So yeah, just keep going though, because it gets hard. I mean, I went viral. People, I was trending on Twitter for like a promo. People talking about I want to be black or whatever, and I'm just like, man, this is crazy. And people were going through on my mom's old Facebook or whatever, finding pictures from when I was a kid. And they're like, where, where's this girl from? And yada yada yada, like doing the extra. So 
okay, listen, you just just keep going. When I make it, they're really going to be hating, so I don't care. Excuse Absolutely. Me. Absolutely. And I got I got to say that I, I did put you in right away in the limelight. I was like, this this is somebody that I find fascinating. And I, I know exactly what the character is. The character is just you turn up to 100. There's nothing wrong with adding a little bit of flavor, a little bit of spice or a layer to it. And I think that um, going viral, nowadays going viral is a good or bad thing. But in a lot of ways, if it's just you cutting a promo and people taking heat to it, well, that means you're doing something right. Because in wrestling, that's my job. Yeah. As long as you're getting a reaction, that's what counts. He's not talking to me. He's not talking <laughs> to yeah. me, mommy. He's not talking to you. He's talking to me. This is my interviewer. Can what? I do this? Zayden, I got a question for you. I got a question for you. And then if, if I ask you one question, can we do the rest of the interview with mommy? Is that okay? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So here's my question for you. Where would you like to see mommy appear next? If it was a major promotion, where would you like to see mommy on TV? AEW, WWE, maybe Impact Wrestling? Yeah, yeah, my I'm favorite. No, there's not there. Where do okay. you want to see me? Mommy, you're too crazy. I'm too crazy. <laughs> you want to see me in WWE? WWE, that's right. That's right. Well, thank you. For, thank you. Thank you, Zayden, for being a part of today. Look, your Gigi's here to pick you up. What about that? Your ride. Your ride's here. He's like, nah, I'm doing this podcast with mom. <laughs> what do you mean? But yeah. Back to me. Back to you. Yes. Back to the back to the highlighted talent here. So in terms of in terms of getting that reaction, that's the most important part. So once right. getting that reaction, I mean, people can be harsh. Keyboard warriors can be harsh. But yes. how did you yourself rise above it? Did you just push it off and say, you know what, it is what it is? Or did some of it uh, get you down? Well, I'd say, yeah, I would say that it definitely maybe took me on my element for a second. I had a lot of people around who were like messaging me or whatever. Anytime they seen something and was like, Hey, keep your head up. Like they don't know you, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I had a lot of support around that whole situation to where it wouldn't even be able to get me down. Like it should have for sure. But please, you can't stop me. Turned off my notifications, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but not not everybody has a strong mentality or has a strong support system or whatever. So it's crazy the way people act sometimes because they went damn near saying to your face. So no, that's the truth. A keyboard warrior makes a, <laughs> a keyboard makes a person very tough when they can hide behind a, a handle on the internet. Right. Uh, oh yeah, I definitely know what you mean. Real tough. And shake your hand when you see them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So let's talk. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about um, let's talk about how we can rise above the hate, how we can use that for motivation and fire. So you've had multiple championships. As far as I'm concerned, we could pretty much call you the female belt collector because you've been all about collecting them belts since you started. So there's one belt, though, that unfortunately you've lost. But, you know, you got a chance to be a three time champion if you could. And if the opportunity comes. Will we see that OVW strap around your waist again? Oh, please. I never lost, first of all. You said I lost. I know it looked like I lost, but I never lost. And um, that's my baby. I was the last person to hold the original OVW Women's Championship, and I threw it in the trash. And I was the first person to hold this new one. So it's forever like mine in my heart. So that's mine. That's I ended one history and started another. Yeah, like Charlotte Flair, right? Yeah. She ended the Divas title and she wore the woman's title again, right? So Yeah. Exactly. 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 Let's talk <laughs> let's talk dream matches for a second. There's a lot of great women in wrestling. There's a lot of women who have literally you could call legends in the game. And I mean, you're coming up, you're definitely strong out the gate for sure. But if you have the opportunity to work with not even so much the current women now, let's go retired for a second. So you have the option to work with, say, a Jazz or the option to work with, say, a, um, a Trish Stratus who could come out of retirement for like a one more match. Where, Which kind of legend would you love to step in the squared circle with if given the opportunity? Um, I would say Lita. Nice. Definitely Lita. Or I was going to, you said retired. Mickey J ain't retired. But just just off the simple fact, me meeting Mickey and being around her and knowing her, you know, 
her being such a genuine person and then me watching her as a kid and being in school telling people we were related because both of our last names were James, you know, like it's so crazy. Like I would, that's one of my dream matches. Wait till I get in the ring with you, Mickey. <laughs> maybe, maybe it one could be, still, maybe it could be for that impact woman's title. That would be pretty awesome. right? Maybe. I got to say, though, fitting in the knockouts division, I think you would fit excellently in the impact knockouts division. Now, we did mention WWE, and I don't want to throw any heat or shade, but with right. the, with all the releases that have happened, is it still an obtainable goal, knowing that they've cut so much of their roster? Um. Yeah. That's always going to be the goal. That's the main – that's the biggest platform, you know? biggest stage that we can dance on or whatever. So that'll always be the goal. But I just think that my time will come when my time will come. I'm not definitely not like, Oh my God, I got to go to WWE right now. I got to go. You know, I'm just like, ah, let me, let me learn. Let me get known a little bit. And then we'll see wherever the world takes me. I got to say definitely got, the goal though. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I mean, there's great opportunity and impact. There's a great women's division in AEW. There's so many fantastic women's division out there. And that's got to be the coolest part for you, being an up-and-coming indie talent in a sport for where a long time the door was kind of shut to women. You had to fight and claw for everything. But now right. having all these obtainable goals, having all these options, that must be an exciting time for you being an up-and-comer, no? Yes. Oh, no, it definitely is. And then there's a lot of the competition, you know what I mean? It's It's exciting to find people that are actually good and go out there and have banger matches instead of, you know, the same old indie match or whatever. So the fact that we have, we have more options, way more competition than just boobs and pretty face or whatever, you know, girls are actually learning how to wrestle. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. It is exciting. Especially for me, like being, having two daughters. Um, if it was the attitude error, I think I would be very uh, conscientious oh, of not showing my daughters that sport because I would never want them to be treated like that. But now right. women are, women are not just there anymore. Women are literally, I've said this so many times, kicking in the door. They're making you see them. They're, they're, they're literally having uh, last woman standing matches. They're having iron woman matches. They're having steel cage matches. Right. They're literally taking the men on 50, 50. And actually sometimes I'm not even going to lie. I enjoy the women's matches so much more than the men's because I feel still now, even though there's that equal that is there now, I feel like a lot of the women still wrestle with a chip on their shoulder. Would you say that's that's something that that still reigns true to you? Um, absolutely. As because you might see it as you know everybody's like, oh yeah, you guys are competing with boys, you're up there, but actually, and you know what I'm saying, like behind the scenes, it's still a whole thing. At least that's how we feel anyway. So I would agree with that. We always gonna wrestle with the chip on our shoulder to i thought you was leaving to um yeah because it it's always going to be that like oh girls are only here for attraction or whatever when in reality we can do both we are the attraction you're welcome but we can do both you know what i mean can you back up <laughs> so you mentioned speaking of this little guy now i guess i could put him back in a question because i did have a question to work in but you mentioned that okay. when you are booked and you got to go out of town or out of country that uh, uh dad steps up and takes him uh how is that yeah. um how is that when he gets when he when you have to like literally drop him off and say listen mommy's got to go to work mommy's got to go hurt someone does he does he understand the difference between that line of performance and sport um i feel like he doesn't quite understand that yet he's only three and he thinks everything's a wrestling game since all the boys won't actually have full matches with him or whatever so he'll go play with like kids and start kicking them and he'll be like slapping his leg and they're like well why ain't this kid crying like kids looking at him all crazy you know he don't understand that you can't fight everybody everything's not a wrestling game but for me I don't know he he never like is cry excuse me he never is like crybaby or anything like he never thinks I'm hurt or anything he just Oh, she's going to go wrestle. Who'd you wrestle? She had a match. Oh, you got beat up. You know, he don't. <laughs> I don't think it actually clicks for him. He just enjoys watching it. So he enjoys watching. He enjoys watching mom get beat up. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. It's a little bit of karma in that way. Yeah. You want to take my toys <laughs> or send me to bed early? No problem. I right. remember that. <laughs> yeah. So what do you I can't do? be in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put myself in there anyways. 
So what do you do right. on downtime? What does Haley J do when she's not training, when she's not wrestling? What do you do for downtime? Sleep. Downtime. I work. I got a, I got a job. I got a child. <laughs> so if I'm not wrestling or traveling, I'm probably sleeping or working on my other job. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's, that's reasonable. I mean, you know yeah. what? You might as well we catch have, up on all the sleep you can. We have a busy schedule. You know what I mean? absolutely absolutely the grind is the grind is real but um would you say even with covid kind of kicking a butt out of wrestling and having to stop shows now that shows are kind of happening all over the place what would you say other than the house that ovw built what would you say is one of your favorite places to wrestle? man i love to go out to vegas i think it's just the maybe the surroundings that i have out there but fsw i love going out there um obw this is my favorite place to wrestle it makes me feel like a superstar you know with all the lights camera action Bow, but mm, yeah i'll say vegas or iwa at iwa i get i can do whatever i want to do so that's always that's always big. nice yeah, it's <laughs> right. always nice Creative just to have control. the run of the building yeah absolutely so what about Al yeah. Snow as far as training goes? Cause you did mention he's kind of mean and I get it. I could see it. He's very intense, very intense individual, <laughs> but he seems like he's a, he seems like he's a big sweetheart when it counts and when it matters for sure. But um, learning from someone like him who the psychology is phenomenal and how he can dissect and, and build storylines and, and teach you how to work to the camera, how to do certain things, how to hit your spots when you need to, how yeah. much, how much further ahead would you say you are, as a wrestler because of the training that's been instilled? Um, man, I've only been wrestling for almost two years. How long did you think I've been wrestling? Well, when I first saw you, I thought you were easily in your third or fourth year. That's, Every, and I that's, discovered you about a year ago. So there you that's, go. That's everyone's, that's everyone's answer. And um, I feel like before that, before, I came to OVW, so I wrestled for a year consistently at like IWA and then other indies, and then OVW picked me up after a year, and I've been here a year now. But before I came to OVW, I didn't dress up to go to the shows, you know, like dress for the job you want, not the job you got, Al says. I didn't do any of that. I would show up looking like a crackhead. Um, I didn't work up. I didn't work the cameras, you know what I mean? Like I didn't know. Every, literally everything that you just said, like, it's so crazy because I, I really didn't think any of this. I didn't even think about any of this stuff until Al was like, blah, 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 you know? And then, um, yeah, before that, it was this, I'm, I'm second generation. So I obviously knew locker room etiquette and how to act and certain things, what to do, what not to do or whatever already. So that, that actually helps me a lot too. <laughs> so yeah, I think that um, it puts me ahead about a year and a half. Nah. <laughs> I don't know. I definitely learned a lot, though. Everyone thinks that I'm like, oh, three or four years in. That's always the answer. But no, not yet. Not yet. Absolutely. So, you know, what would you would you say being second generation? That's what steered you on this wrestling path? Or did you just decide on your own? That, like, was there ever any pressure to follow in anybody's footsteps? Hell no, girl. They tried to tell me not to wrestle. Her and my my pops, the man that raised me, he wrestles Rev Rev Reverend Ronnie Roberts. Mm -hmm. He um, they both told me like, no, nah, you don't want to wrestle, or you can't wrestle, or you know, like no. And then um, I don't know. I I really when I was younger, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna wrestle. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna wrestle. And then I was with my mom. I seen her struggle and seen the things she went through. And then I watched a lot of really bad wrestling. And I was like a teenager at this point. And I'm like, you know what? I do not want to wrestle. And this is not cool to me anymore. You know, I went through one of those. Like, oh, I don't want to do this. So then I went out and started doing hood rat stuff with my hood rat friends and whatever. You know, got in trouble, hit rock bottom. And then once I hit rock bottom, that is when I decided to be a wrestler once I hit rock bottom because it just kept calling my name for some reason. I'm like, man, my mom's still doing this. I bet I can make money doing this. And I would tell my friends, like, we're doing hood rat stuff. And I'm like, you know, I think I could be a pretty good wrestler. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you should do it, you know. And I'm like, all right, bet. And then uh, I had something happen to where I was like, all right, well, I better do something with my life, you know. That would be this child back here. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was like, all right. He turned one and I started wrestling. 
so yeah so isn't it funny i mean being a dad myself and i don't i don't really have hood rat friends but i had unsavory characters <laughs> when i was younger i had unsavory characters okay and i got into some trouble and i may surprise you being yeah. from canada you could be don't be stereotypical now Haley, and be like oh what is canadians get in trouble they knock over igloos no we don't we live in houses over here okay <laughs> we do we do but um I'm yeah dead. i got into some trouble and then i met my wife and she changed everything she told yeah. she made me see that i could have a life other than where I was going and I could have a family. And then yeah. you know, we got married at very young, 24 nowadays, very young to get married at 24. And um, yeah, that's young. I'm 22. Don't see myself getting married anytime soon. <laughs> no pressure, but I will say this being married is awesome for three reasons. One, I always yeah. have her. I always have her next to me Two, Yeah. I always have a date for new year's Eve and the three, there you go. three, <laughs> we both enjoy the same flavor of ice cream. And that says a lot. That says a lot about a person. What's what's the flavor of ice cream? I'm a peanut butter. I'm a peanut butter uh, crunch kind of guy. So peanut butter and ice what cream. I'm all about weirdo. it. What? <laughs> what? You? I gotta have strawberries with like real strawberries. Oh, okay. Well, that's this. That's fancy. Okay, we don't do fancy down here. We just do simple. Okay, we're simple people down here. <laughs> we're simple. Yeah, oh, we're simple. No. Pe uh, peanut butter makes me a weirdo. Whatever. It's my opinion, and I enjoy it. <laughs> I don't need to justify it to you. <laughs> no, you don't. But you answered. You did. You tried. I did. I tried. I tried to make you see the light. And it didn't work out. It backfired completely. It did. It backfired completely. But, you know, isn't it amazing that 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 a kid, a child can change your perspective on life and knowing that. Yeah, hmm, man. Now I don't got to do it for me anymore. I got to do it for him. Absolutely. Yeah. And you just, you don't want to be that person to put your kid in those types of situations or whatever. You know what I mean? You just, you want to show them something good to do, or, you know, this is a different way to relieve stress or whatever, you know, something that he can be proud of me for rather than whatever else I was doing that he would not be proud of me for. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So what was, what, what can I ask if, if it's too personal, I understand what was rock bottom? Rock bottom. I mean, I was, broke ski living in the projects and uh um so i moved out when i was like 16 i didn't live with my mother anymore i decided to go to frank nitty with the gritty all on my own and do hood rat stuff like i said i ended up getting pregnant at 17 had them at 18 but the whole time i was like from 16 to that 17 i was like house hopping you know staying with different people getting kicked out for drama or fighting or whatever, sleeping in park slides or in my boyfriend's car. And then eventually his mother had brought me in or whatever. And um, I got on like some assistance and got in the projects because I found out I was pregnant. So I got my apartment and everything. I decided to get a job or whatever because I, I was pregnant. So everything just started lining up after I had the baby. But then uh, me and my boyfriend or baby daddy, whatever, split up at two months so it was just me and I was still doing some hood rat stuff you know and uh, I have been put in a situation where somebody ran up in my house with some guns and whatnot and I have a child in the house you know and I don't really care about me too much at the time but I definitely care about the baby you know what I'm saying so that was kind of it for me I was like all right well this this life ain't cut out for me especially if I'm gonna do something crazy that's gonna get my child messed up that definitely ain't worth it so that was the rock bottom for me. Well, I'm, gl I'm glad. I'm glad that I'm glad that you found wrestling, and I'm glad that it's it's helped you achieve something yeah. that your son could be proud of you for. And who knows? We may have third generation right there. We may. We have might because he's he's interested. That's for sure. So when you went That'd to be crazy first training, well, he's he's crazy because of good good family genes. There's a whole there's a family of wrestlers. <laughs> how's he not supposed to be? How's he not supposed to be all hyped up and crazy? Come on, right right <laughs> so how was the first day of training how was that first bump because i'm always curious i've never taken a bump so i'm always curious uh, everyone has a different perspective on the first bump what was that oh like oh my for you? gosh man i cracked my head like five million times i had taken a bump before as you know a kid i used to take bumps mom be like come here and take this you can have the car and i'd be like bet take this bump real quick tuck your chin all right boom but when i actually started you know doing it consistently or whatever Man, I didn't know how to bump. I cracked my head so many times. And after X amount of times of cracking your head, you're like, all right, tuck, tuck your chin. Okay. But your body does not want you to, you know, throw yourself back. That's how you learn how to take a bump. You literally have to throw yourself back and land flat 
and your mind just don't want you to do it. <laughs> so it was tragic. I it made was, it through though. It was tragic. Yes. You rose. My bump car is almost full. <laughs> your bump car is almost full. Do you get like, yeah. a, do you get something free after like a full bump card? Like, do you get something free? I'm afraid not. Afraid not. You get a uh, burn your boots, kid. One of those maybe. <laughs> what? No, what is, nothing. Uh, does Al Snow say a lot of cliche sayings? Like when you guys are training, is he cliche? Is he like, you got to want it. You got to dig for it. Or is he just, is he just, uh, come on, move your asses, you lazy bums. Like what's it like? Um, well, the, Al, the, I train with Doug Basham mostly. Al comes and picks up. He, I think he does like the beginner's class. Okay. So he comes with us whenever he decides to. I think he'll be here tonight specifically to show me the intent on chain wrestling. Oh, is he here? Yeah. So he's here tonight, but you're it. It's hit or miss. Sometimes he comes, sometimes he doesn't. But Doug, oh, Doug's an asshole. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now that's one that I wish um, people could see behind the scenes on some things because it is it's hilarious. But he also it's like Doug will say one thing, like he'll get mad at you and like yell at you, but then try to turn around and make you feel better. <laughs> I think everyone's so scared of like this cancel culture. They're like, oh, I don't want to offend you. I don't want to offend you. But personally, I've been coached like that my whole life even with different sports basketball or whatever it was I've always had a strong coach who would you know very passionate I would say so oh, yeah. I had listen I, I I played rugby for a few years and I my coach was no nonsense uh oh you're hurt yeah. oh are you are you hurt okay cool no problem uh when you're done bleeding all over my field you can clean that up and then you can run 20 laps oh okay thank you very much yeah. <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, all right that's, thank you so that's much done. but um you know what i i i'm i'm over cancel cultured i'm over all this overset like we are so oversensitized now and as a society in the 22nd you know 21st century you would figure that we would we would have seen it all and seen so much negativity that we just want to be positive so yeah someone's a jerk so what let him be a jerk move on if it doesn't directly involve you or concern you or your name is not being spoken in a situation step out of it but right. everyone seems to want to stick their two cents in what i love the most and i, I never interject any opinions to anyone your opinion is your opinion but what i love the most right. is when somebody uh gets involved in a situation and then everyone in that situation turns on that one person like oh, yeah somebody you'll you'll make a post for example and everyone will be like this is hilarious and that one person will be like this is so offensive and everybody's like dude get the stick out of your butt and just get over it and how many times how many times can you how many times can you say that's honestly happened where you've literally um that happened to my mother okay when the whole culture appropriation stuff started happening um Everybody, I guess, didn't put two and two together that that was my mother. So once they figured out, oh, that's your daughter, they just was like, oh, well, mm, we don't like either one of you. All. People that actually liked her, you know what I mean? That were like, they, she had relationships with before I started wrestling. And then I start wrestling and that happens. And everybody's like, well, that's both of y'all. And she's like, the hell? So yeah. that's definitely happened. Yeah, for sure. But you know what, you guys? You guys have all you guys have all shrugged it off. And like I said, you've got the attitude that I love and appreciate because you're like, hey, it's me. It actually is me. It's no joke. And anybody who doesn't know you now can see you and I having a conversation in a natural setting. Yeah. I knew what to expect. I knew it was gonna be hilarious. I knew you were gonna be honest. <laughs> and it wouldn't be straight talk wrestling without a little bit of honesty. So right. here's here's an option. Here's something that's probably never happened. You've got a you've got an impartial platform where you can say whatever you want. So to all the haters out there, Haley, the floor is yours. Oh, no, 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 no. We don't want to speak too soon. All I want to say is stay tuned, baby. Stay tuned. That's it and that's all. <laughs> I don't right. need to talk about nothing. All right. Well, <laughs> give me a little tidbit on something. When, when will you no longer be in the orange jumpsuit? Is there a timeline, Haley? This is important. I'm not in the orange jumpsuit anymore. Why Where not? were you last week? I... I missed last week, so I got to catch. Oh, no, I missed last week. Oh, You're, no. out You're out of the orange jumpsuit. You're out of it now. No, I'm out of the orange jumpsuit. All right. So, so I'm just, I'm just, um, I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm muted. I'm not superstar Hollywood Haley J. I got boy problems. I just got out of jail, you know, like I'm, I'm muted. I'm not me yet, but I'm definitely out of that jumpsuit. I told Al I'm not going to keep playing with him. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that's it. You had just, you had your fill. You're like, I'm done. I'm over it. Oh my gosh. Yes. So out of yeah. all the, the fantastic ladies in the OVW locker room, you've had so many great, you know, battles and so many great matches with all of them. Who would you say? Cause everyone has that one great dance partner, Haley. Everyone has that one great dance partner. When they get in the ring, chemistry is just instantaneous. Who would you yeah. say is your one great dance partner, at least in the OVW locker room or overall? Um, in the OVW locker room, I would, I would say Sierra. Me and Sierra have great chemistry. We always have great matches. Um, she's easy to work with. I feel like a lot of the girls, though, and I love our locker room. Our locker room is great. Everybody in here, I think, is great. And um, I think they all have, like, a lot of respect for me to an extent. You know what I'm saying? They all come and talk to me about their problems or ask me about their matches or whatever. So I really like our women's locker room. They make me feel like home. OVW will always be home to me because I've been in locker rooms where I go and they're like, mm, there's that girl that got canceled. I'm like, girl, I didn't get canceled yet. I'm still here in the locker room with you. <laughs> like what? <laughs> but yeah, I would say Sierra. I think me and Sierra have best matches here so far. I will work with anybody. I feel good working anybody. I feel like I, I have um, this something about me that makes it easy to work with. I'm always going to take your stuff well and make you look to the best of my ability. Am I saying that right? I want to make people look great, you know, like they murdered me. So I'll work with anybody. <laughs> but Sierra's probably my favorite, even though she took my title. I, well, I was just going to say, I was going to say, I, I can understand that because that's, that's, there's that healthy competition. But yes, yeah, she did. She did take the title. So you know what we have to do? You and I have to put our heads I got together. got a jumper. We, well, yeah, I could, I could drive down there. I could be there in like seven or eight hours. We're going to have to do that. I'll let you in the back door. Perfect. Done. I'll be there. I'll be there tomorrow. You let me in the back door and I'll wait till the next class and then we'll get her. And I, you know what? Yeah. I'll, I'll do you one better. I'll even, I'll even dress like the kneecapper of Nancy Kerrigan. How does that, that work out? That like work the out well? Yeah, I'll knee, I'll, like I'll kneecap her. And then we'll just it you can film happened. her and you can film her going, why? 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 <laughs> but, oh my gosh. So I got to ask, I got to ask this in your young career thus far. And again, you've had, you have had a, a ton of matches, but is there a, is there a type of match that you haven't done yet that you would like to, whether it be, you know, any kind of stipulation or anything that you haven't experienced yet that you would like to get your hands on given the right opportunity? Um cage match nice <laughs> i haven't been locked in a cage i just want to see that everyone always talks about oh when the door shuts it's crazy like i just want to experience that and i also want to do some uh tables loudest chairs matches just because you know i'm a big hardy boys fan and i try to throw some respect to my man jeff hardy i'm here for that <laughs> i could i could get down um, with that i could see that yeah mainly those two jeff hardy's a big some crazy stuff Oh my God. I love Jeff Hardy. When I was a kid, oh, love Jeff. It's my guy, Jeff and Eddie Guerrero. I was going to say, cause I've, I've, I've seen in some of the way your style is and some of the way you, you handle things in the ring and, and how you, how you tell that story is very reminiscent. And that's the, that's the key factor that I mentioned, tell that story. Cause a lot of people don't know that that match is a story from beginning to end. It's a page turner and you have to build. And, and that's Absolutely. what I wanted to, so I got to ask you this question in terms of building and dissecting a match, you literally are learning from two phenomenal people, one more than the other. And yes, one's an asshole. We've already put that on wax. That's out there in the universe, but how is it to dissect a match with, with, with one of your one, either of your coaches, how is it to look back at some of your matches? Cause I'm sure you guys watch the tape. I'm sure you look at what you did, right. What you did wrong, but what is it yeah. like dissecting that story and going through it? the next day or seeing it once it's filmed and out there on the YouTube page? Um, well, this is about to happen for me tonight because we have tape review and we get to go over our match from Thursday. But so like, um, I think it's, it's weird. It's definitely the most um, useful tool, I would say like teaching tool because you can get in there and tell them to do this, do this, do this all day. But when you go back and watch it and, the fact that he's able to dissect it, you know, like, oh, this was too slow or you guys don't even look like you're in a wrestling match here. You don't look like you want to win or whatever it might be. That's usually mine. You don't look like you want to win. 
And I'm like, all right. <laughs> so when you hear things like that, it definitely helps because then you can go back. I literally, I'm about to watch tape review tonight on what I did um, last Thursday. And I know Al's going to talk about how I look like I didn't, it wasn't a title match or whatever. I don't know. So nonchalant. That's my problem. I get out there and I'm like nonchalant. I just go out there and I have fun. I need to be, you know, focused or whatever because it's a competition. And um, yeah. And then tomorrow I get to fix it. So we literally do Wednesday tape review, Thursday go wrestle. So for the people that come and come watch this tape review and listen to Al, even, even if it's not my match, even with other people's matches, even other promotions we can watch and do tape review on. Just having somebody who knows sit there and dissect it, it helps so much, even if it's not your mistakes. So I appreciate Al and our tape review. Do you, when you watch, like, I've talked to a lot of wrestlers and some have mixed opinions. Some are like, you know, I don't watch my matches because I hate seeing myself wrestle. I don't, I don't want to experience that. But how are, how are you when you see yourself wrestle? Like, do you now? I have to watch myself. Have you? I'll watch myself as soon as I get done wrestling. I'll be like, you, how'd you feel about it? Well, let me watch it back. I'll get back to you. Yeah. (laughs) And I'll watch it. And then I'll come back up here and be like, oh, well, we did this, 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 this. And I, yeah, I think you did great on this. I really think that I need to work on this. So, you know, especially if they ask me for it, because a lot of the girls will ask me like, oh, well, what'd you think? Or if they don't ask, don't tell for sure. But if they ask you, you know, tell them and be honest with them, because how are they going to get better if nobody's doing that? You know what I mean? So I ha- I always watch my stuff back. Always. And then I'll go home and I got this notebook in my backpack where I'll sit there and I'll write down things that I think that I can do better or that I thought I looked sloppy or whatever. I got to watch it. I have to. I'm like a freaking, I don't know, obsessed weirdo. <laughs> Not obsessed. He's going to watch my match. Good. I think that's the only way to get better. I I I steal I stole this you from a wrestler. To. I stole this from a wrestler down here in, in Canada in Ontario. Great wrestler named Holden Albright. He called them level up moments. So it's like when you reach that ceiling and you got to figure out a way to punch through. And I think the only way mm-hmm. to get better is for you to be your hardest critic. And I feel like you are your hardest critic. You don't need somebody oh, to yeah. tell you you did something wrong because you probably oh, catch no. it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Or even it? if I don't. Sorry, go Sorry, ahead. Sorry, even, even if I don't, I watch it and I'm like, oh, I think that was great. You know what I'm saying? Then we go to tape review and Al's like, no, that's not great. And here's why. And I'm like, that makes so much more sense, you know? Mm-hmm. So you get have the you best of the world. Have you ever, during a match, have you ever had a spot not go the way you thought? And then you're like, fuck, I screwed that up. But then you watch it the next day in tape review. And that's not the spot that was pointed out. It was something else that you thought you did good. Has that ever happened? That's definitely happened. Man, that's why I don't I don't want to call A through Z in the back because it's never, ever, if you're a wrestler and you're watching this, it's never going to go the way you called it, 100%. Something is going to mess up. So it's easier to just not do that. I like to work and feel, and I feel like I can read people's body language on what they're doing and, you know what I'm saying, like have a pretty good – uh, they say feel it out there brother I have a pretty good I can do that or we can I don't know I'm not good at memorizing everything so call it out there you don't have none of those problems you don't think this is going to happen and then this happens because um you don't know what's going to happen let's just see what happens <laughs> those are my favorite but I've definitely had a match where we've called A through Z and it didn't work out and I got out there and was like oh what do we do now oh head luck all right <laughs> like freak out moments those are the worst <laughs> but as a true professional you have to if those happen like you said you have to adjust you have to adjust on yeah. the fly have you ever had to change the outcome of a match because you expected the crowd to gar- gravitate one way but they gravitated the complete polar opposite way like if you plan uh, to finish and the finish doesn't make sense with the crowd having a different view on things have you had to change it on the fly? I haven't experienced that. I, w- I mean, um, I've had moves that probably didn't look as devastating as we wanted them to as the, for the finish, and I made them do something else. <clears throat> but um, I don't ever think the crowd has decide, decided. You know, we, we control the crowd. We make them feel what we want them to feel or whatever, so I don't – I don't think the crowd's ever decided that I just feel like that was like a personal, you know, 
oh man, that didn't look as good as I think I wanted it to. So how about we do something else? And one time when I won um, the IWA Mid-South Women's Championship for the first time against Alice Crawley, um, I thought she was going over and I like did a flip through a table and pinned her and she was supposed to kick out and it hit three. And I was like, oh, I looked down. I was like, why the fuck did you do that? what the heck? And I stood up and was like crying. Cause I thought I messed up and I go to the locker room. I'm like, congratulations. Like, yeah, you won. I'm like, that was, I was supposed to win. Oh man. <laughs> that was, that was crazy. But, uh, yeah, the crowd couldn't have been as shocked as I was. So <laughs> that was crazy. I could see that. I could see that. But you know what? Sometimes those are the best reactions when you're yeah. shocked, the crowd gets even more excited because it was like, damn, She's selling it so well and she didn't even expect it. When truth be told, you didn't expect it. She definitely didn't. She sure didn't. I had no idea. I'm like, I mean, this is like my, I'm like, what, two, three months in wrestling? I'm not going to be no champ anytime soon. I'm losing for sure. And someone almost gave it away before um, we went out too because they were like, we were supposed to have three tables. We had three table spots. I, she puts me through one. I put her through one. She puts me through one for the finish. They were like, oh, man, you guys only have two tables. Alice is like, what? And then she comes, and she was like, okay, well, we'll just do the blah, 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 go to the table, I'll kind of roll for the finish. So I was like, okay, that's fine. I didn't even think nothing of it, you know. Just kidding, girl. Your little flip was going to be the finish. Oh, my gosh. I had so much anxiety when I stood up. Or when I, when I heard three, my face. Oh, <sighs> <laughs> it's crazy. One more time, do the face one more time. The, the... <laughs> I said, um, why did you do that? And she was confused and why I was cussing her out. She was like, You're still a heel. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So a couple final questions, and then if you're up for it, I have a game that I think you might enjoy playing. It's a very quick and easy uh -oh. game. But my okay. my, my final question being. If you could leave a legacy, once you leave a legacy behind, because everyone does leave a legacy, once you leave a legacy behind and you've achieved, I guess, everything you've wanted to achieve in this business, what's the one thing that you would want yourself to be remembered for? And it doesn't have to be like, oh, as many titles as I want. It could just be like, you know, I want I wanted people to remember that I was me all of the time. Something simple like that, whatever you want. That's literally my answer. I want people to remember that I never changed. No matter how many times or how many people wanted me to change, I never did because I'm me and I'm never going to change. Sorry. So after I go and I've done everything in my life that I want to do and made all the money in my life that I want to make, everyone will know that Haley J is still Haley J. Case closed. <laughs> and I think that's yeah. the best way to leave this off before we play the game and shout out the socials now the game is very simple i'm going to throw out two options and it's an either or so for example just to get it out of the way now so we don't offend each other strawberry ice cream or peanut butter ice cream got you okay, it's strawberry so, by the way uh, i know <laughs> no Haley, i know i know all right here we go are you ready all right boom five, yeah. five questions five questions mcdonald's or burger king Ooh. Burger King. Pizza. Or uh, I'm gonna make you wait for it for a second. I'm gonna make it pizza or pasta. Pasta. Okay. Doesn't matter any kind of pasta, pasta's pasta. Apple or Android? Apple. Okay. Good choice. I'm an Apple guy too. Thank you. First, God. let me just let me just stop you right here and let me just say this real quick. I have an iPhone and my man has an Android and I'm mad because I don't know how to go through his phone because he has an Android. So anyways, continue. <laughs> Basketball, football. Oh, man. Yeah. I knew I was going to get you with one. Um, I'll maybe. Football. Okay. Okay. And the next one. It's a flavor one. It's, it's kind of like the example I gave earlier. Chocolate or vanilla? Because everybody's chocolate. got a go-to simple. Chocolate? Did you say chocolate? That's it? It's chocolate. 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 Okay. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Haley, thank you so much for the time. Thank you for playing the game. And before you go, I want to let you officially know, even though it took a while, 
this was an awesome conversation. It was well worth the wait. It was. It was well worth the Thank wait. Thank you. I'm sorry you I caught COVID and then I was busy. But we're here and that's all that matters. And I got to go train. That's why I look like a crackhead. I could have not looked like a crackhead today on this podcast, but I have to train. So I was like, crackhead it up. You guys get the bun. This is a Haley J bun, I call it. Kind of reminds me of Amy Winehouse. I'm here for it. Yeah, I, I tried to do that too. I tried to get in the groove with you, but I just I don't have enough. I don't have enough, Haley. Have yeah, enough. just a little short. Yeah, it's well, it's also short and thinning out because I have two daughters and they drive me crazy. But I love them. I do love them. I love them. I feel that. Love them. Yeah. So before you go, obviously, I wanted to say thank you again for the time and officially let you know you are a member of the Straight Talk family. Anytime you want to come back, you know you can hit me up because we we people on Facebook. We actually people on Facebook. We peoples. We peoples. We peoples. And I follow you on Instagram. I follow you on Twitter. I mean, you know, hopefully awesome. you, might return, you might return the favor. If you don't, no pressure. I understand. It's all good. It's all Do good. I not follow you? I'm yeah. the worst when it comes to that. You have to call me out like you just did for me to follow you. So good. Well, here's what I'm going to do. You. Here's what I'm going to do. When I get <laughs> off the interview, I'm going to unfollow you on both. And then you'll see my refollow. I got you. Do it. Do all that. Right. What you just said, do it. All right. <laughs> so for anyone who's not following you on social media, for anyone who doesn't want to just get up in your grill when you post something that they don't like, where can they hit you up on the wonderful world of social media? You know, you can find me on the gram, Hollywood, Haley J, on the tweets, the twits. I call it the twits. Twitter, at Hollywood, Haley J, or on Facebook, at Hollywood, Haley J. That's about it. You can't have my phone number. You got to pay for that. So, yeah. <laughs> that's, and that's totally fine. That's totally fine. I'm good with the DMs. And as always, uh, I will hit, I will tag you with everything when this episode drops. And I'm a glutton for self-promotion, so I might as well do that too because it's only fair. On the, uh, on the Twit, on the Twit, as Haley called it, I, at underscore that's Straight it. Talk. On the Gram, as Haley called it, Straight Talk Wrestling. On the book, okay. on the book that has a face, uh, Straight Talk Wrestling. On YouTube, Straight Talk Wrestling. And uh, oh, if, I don't know how you do. If you want to buy some sweet merchandise, I got a couple shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees. So there you go. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, he's in there. I got a shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees too. Way to remind me, big dog. Yeah. My so store guys, is called What's Good in the Hood. There you go. And it is. It's absolutely good. So go support this young lady because she's a fantastic talent. And I enjoyed it. And I appreciate you. And don't worry, my dear. If anybody tries to cancel you again, I'll be right there to enjoy the show and then I'll slide a comment in when it's safe to do so. <laughs> I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you. All right, guys. Keep it safe. As always, peace, love, and wrestling. See you next time. Peace. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to tune in next week for another great episode on all available podcast platforms and hosted on Podbean. Also, check us out on YouTube at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And if you feel the need to buy some sweet merch, check us out on ProWrestlingTees.com. Leaving the scene with no trace Not in my lead, you out of place I'm not at the top, I'm out of space Can't eat with us, we're out of place I'm doing fine, I'm feeling great You're not my fan, you can't relate Straight talk going, stay